Humanity Chats, a conversation about everyday issues that impact humans. Join us. Together, we can go far. I guess the first question to you, Dr. Leticia, is what made you write this lengthy, detailed book about your father? Um... I think the first thing was to, to get the story straight. You know, um, you, 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 you listen to people talk on TV, you know, some of these commentators, and um, they come out with these comments that are just not true, are inaccurate, and obviously um, they didn't spend any time researching whatever it is they were saying. Um, and, and as Bertha said before, and people assume that once you hit, you know, high office and then, you know, you become corrupt. I, I needed the world to know who he was, you know, how dedicated he was to his country, um, the sacrifices that he made, you know, not just for himself, but for us as those who were with him. Um, and, um, and, and, and he went in and came out as he was. He didn't change. Um, I tell people that, um, when, when he became vice president and um, we removed, we drove from Accra. First of all, when we, when, when, when we were moving from Accra, I mean, Kumasi to Accra, there wasn't any big, you know, um, entourage or something. We took my mother's little Datsun, driven by um, my father's driver that had been with us since BRI, and we drove to Accra. And when we got to the house, the moment we entered the house, you know, you know uh, my father pulled my mother aside, led, her, led us into the foyer, and he stopped. You know, like, you know, children, we all wanted to run up the stairs and, you know, pick our rooms. He said, no, he stood by the staircase and said, hey, won't you not, you know, stop here? And he said, you know, like, we are, us. he said, you know, we have work to do. And, you know, we don't want any trouble for ourselves. We expect you to behave. They're going to be. Um, extra staff members, we do not want any pomposity. I mean, like in 10 minutes, he stripped it down for us, you know, before he allowed us to go. So um, people have to know that he was, um, he wasn't perfect, absolutely not, but um, he loved his country and he wanted to, um, to help, you know, to set the country on a sound footing. So that was the first one. Um, the second reason was the um, information gap. You know, um, people don't know anything about the Third Republic. And um, and I struggled, actually, to put it together, you know. But fortunately, I'm on the side where uh, records are properly kept, you know. So I was able to pull in, you know, all different sources, you know, and, and, and to provide a complete um, picture of what went on, the issues that they had to deal with and the steps that they tried to implement to help put Ghana on a firm uh, on the fan footing. Well, well, it took you six years to put everything together. My question is, you had the data, you had found the information that um, your dad had put down. So how come it took you that long to finish the book? Um, no, all I found was about 12 pages, and um, it was just on um, the after the coup, you know, the first few days after the coup. So that's all I found. So 
It took me six years because, um, first of all, I wanted to make sure that I could back up what I was writing. So you see that I have detailed citations. Um, it took me six years because, um, you, you know, when you go into a store and you buy a puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle, you know, you get the picture and you get the pieces so you can put it together. I mean, I had no idea what the pieces were. And, and I actually started with the same picture of where I wanted to go. You see what I mean? So in finding the pieces, you know, I was putting it together, you know, and, and, and revising it. And, and so like when you go through my early scripts, you see I have um, I have bits in black, I have bits in blue, and I have bits in red. You know, the black was, yeah, I want this. The blue is, I'm not sure. The red is, mm, I might need it. You know, so as you, as you go through the process, you see that the blue is becoming black and the red is becoming blue. You know, so I had my system of making sure that um, um, I left no stone unturned. And my eldest brother was um, helped me a lot because he would find things and he send it to me. And in the beginning, oh, I haven't seen this. Oh, this is interesting. And then I realized I was getting to the end when he would send me something. I said, oh, quickly, I got this. You know, you know, then I realized, you know, okay, this thing is coming to an end. And and um, so actual writing and researching took me five years, but it also took me another 12 months, you know, to do like the editing and the shaping and, you know, and getting opinions on, you know, what to put in and what to take out. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. a, that, that, that's a good lesson for um, aspiring writers or even writers out there that you have to make sure you get your information straight. Um, Dr. Leticia had their information, but she wanted to make sure that just like a jigsaw puzzle, uh, puzzle that the, uh, everything fit together. And she was not going to put something out as a self-published author. She wasn't going to put something out that had typos and mistakes or um, facts that um, were not true. Because this is a, a historic book that tells you about uh, a piece of Ghana. Um, and, you know, I, I have another question for you. You mentioned other people in the book, um, for example, leaders who lost their lives to the regime, um, and you tell the story so well. Did you have any collaborators who helped you with this story? Um, no, no. I um, was a lot of research, like I said, books and newspapers, you know, like those universities, there's a library in Chicago that had Ghana's newspapers. So I ordered from 1977 to 1985, you know, and it comes in Microsoft, microfilm wheel. And so the library that I was using was a walking distance from my workplace. So like my lunchtime, I quickly dashed to UMS, you know, go in and put in my goggles and, you know, a page by page, Marjorie, every page, if I needed it, or if I wasn't sure, I'll take a snapshot of it. And then at the end of my visit, I would save it, you know, photocopy it and come back. So, um, um, so no, so besides the research and the few interviews that I did, um, there was no collaboration per se, but you see with these people, I kind of identified, you know, um, as a child um, in 1979, I understood that a coup meant somebody was going to die, you know, and, um, and it was something that stayed with me. And, 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 and was real, you see, because um, even though my father was an academic, as a public servant, he worked with, you know, Kote, he worked with 
um, fairly, you know, like in implementing government policies. So, so when you hear on the radio that this has been shot, it's real. You know, it's not a distant person. You, you kind of know, oh, you know, daddy worked with this person. So you feel the pain. And then also, people don't know that on, on the road that we lived um, in Kumasi, we had a very close family friend. And if I mention the name, everybody will know. But she was a cousin of Kenola Kufu. And when Kenal Kofufu was shot, she happened to be visiting him. So those of us who were close to the family almost lived the horror of where is this auntie? How come we haven't heard from her? So for almost two weeks, I think it was, or 10 days, you know, uh, we knew that he had been shot, but um, we didn't know where she was. So it was a very real experience. I think I was able to... Um, and then we went through hours in 81. So I think I was able to interject the sentiments, you know, into, into those lives that were cut off at the prime when they could have been so critical to the nation's development. Yes, um, cut off at the prime, because I, I remember we knew Justice uh, Mrs. Cranting Ado, and um, that was devastating. Um, to, to, to our household when things happened. And when I was in secondary school, um, you know, I, 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 I happened to get to know more about the Achampon family, the Cote family, um, the Feli family. And so these stories are, it's not just stories, it's people's lives. And um, I remember um, when um, Flight left in an former president Jerry John Rollins died. I remember seeing all these sentiments of how great a man he was. And then I also saw comments on the flip side of people who had lost their parents um, as a result of, 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 of um, President Rollins and the pain that they felt. So it is good to put these, um, to put these stories in print so that the, the children that come after us will learn our history, that, that, that people would not just assume and follow blindly, but you, know, you make an informed decision based on the information out there. Now, Leticia, uh, you sent the book, your, your manuscripts, your draft out to people to read, and you did get some feedback from some, some important figures. Do you mind sharing bits and pieces of that feedback with us so that our, our audience is encouraged about um, the content of the book? Oh, um, uh, one of the... the, the um, so I, I struggled to find, I needed somebody from my parents' era, you know, um, who could, you know, look at it, look at it as, you know, if my child was writing it, would I want all this information? And there was a landing. And then also to look at it as in terms of the historical context, the historical con contribution. And, um, and so um, we, 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 through a cousin of mine, we decided on Professor Florence Dolphine. Um, um, and she was, I mean, she was a perfect fit because on one hand, she was my mother's classmate, so she knew us personally. On another hand, she, um, many might remember, she sat on the reconciliation committee that um, President Kufo set up, you know. And on the other hand, she's also an academic, you know, so she would understand what I was trying to achieve. And, um, 
she, I woke up one morning and um, um, Auntie Florence, as we call her, had set, left a message on my phone that, wow, Leticia, you've done well. I asked, you know, you've been able to piece together all these complex issues. Um, you've been able to find the information, you know, uh, and to kind of back, back what you wrote up. You didn't just put it out there. Um, um, you, you put references, so so like we like a cheapest would say say so one you know so you know if my source is lying then I guess the teacher is lying too. But like I said, I always try to back up you know what I wrote to ensure that um, people have confidence reading it. And Auntie Florence confirmed that um, I had done that. Yes. Well, thank you for being so thorough. So before we let you go, what do you want readers um, to, to get from the book? What is your heart's desire? Um, I think that I would like readers to, um, to, to appreciate um, the life story of the man, the subject, you know, um, to, to appreciate the, the dedication that he had to his country and to know that it's not like he wasn't the only one. I mean, in his generation, there were many who um, went to school abroad and then came back because, you know, yes, you must build it up, you know. So I, I want readers to, to get that. I also want readers to understand the historical context. You know, when people talk about the PNP, they just kind of talk, <laughs> you know, and, 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 and to understand something, you must put it in context, you know. So this book provides the context to understand why they did what they did and what they were trying to achieve, you know, and, and the possibilities, what would have happened if they had been allowed to fulfill the mandate. You know, people don't know that um, they went through a whole um, list of coups. I mean, there was a coup attempt almost every month. You know, I, I, I tell the story of my first, attempt and that was soon after we, we we went into the house you know and and um and I was asleep you know the middle of the night and my I felt my mother nudge me that wake up we have to leave the house and I must have fallen asleep because she came back and said hey Leticia and Amuda Mrs. you know Leticia are you still asleep wake up wake up and pick up your little brother we have to leave the house and and I calmly um, I got dressed, I got out of my pajamas, I got dressed, and I went to my little brother, and he was asleep, you know, and the age gap is such that I was able to just pick him up and went down the stairs, and my mother was there, my dad was there, and the security detail was there, they quickly bundled up into a vehicle, and then we went to my auntie's place, Auntie Joanna, on Airport, Airport Base Cafe. And I remember thinking, oh my God, you know, that thing that happened a few months ago where, you know, Akufu and a fever and then you lost their lives. It was happening again. And I remember falling asleep and thinking, oh my God, is daddy ever going to come back for us? You know, and, and people don't know that, you know, we had to deal with that, you know, and we had to deal with it frequently where we'd have to, you know, pack up and leave and then come back in the morning. And so the idea is that, you know, read it and see what happened in the life of the history. In the, I mean, the history of the country. Wow. wow. Yeah, the, uh, Dr. Ai is backstage and saying the price of political office seems to be very high. Um, she's saying bravo to your dad. And, and um, 
you guys did go through some tumultuous times and I'm glad that you came out on the other side and that you've been able to share this testimony um, with the world about your dad. Story and Salom says this must be traumatizing for you all. Yes, Salom. Um, it... Before you go to bed tonight, eat one half teaspoon. This story is, um, you know, it really, it really is important for our history. Um, the first vice president by Dr. Leticia de Graft Archery. Pick up your copy everywhere books are sold. Um, and if you enjoyed the book, please leave a review. Um, in Ghana, the book is available at Booknook store. Booknook delivers everywhere around the world. And so if you're in Germany and you want to um, get a copy, that's easily done. Booknook.store. Find them. Um, they will help you. Um, if you're in the UK, Canada, bookshop.org, um, amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, everywhere books are sold. You can even order it from your independent bookstore, your local bookstore. If they don't have it available, they can make it available for you. Thank you so much, Dr. Leticia DeGraft Archery, for giving us a window into, into the history of Ghana. Um, listeners, uh, this has been the first vice president, a book launch, and this chat was with Dr. Leticia DeGraft Archery. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Share with a friend. We are humans from all around the world. One kind only, and that is humankind. Your friend, Margie Marge.